last week on Fun Radio. The island people use a variety of seasonal fish in making kusaya. I could see that processing plant from my pinch and bedroom window. It tastes like chewing on salt undies. I think I like it. Kusaya was meant to be grilled, he said, so we're going to grill it. But do you have any desire to eat it? Yeah, I do actually. I was resolved. I did not like this fish. I'm Chris Gilbert. Welcome to Fun Radio from Japan, a journey through some of the country's unknown treasures. Kusai is the Japanese word for horrible, rotten smell. And this week we continue our journey to Nijima to see if we can conquer the country's smelliest food, kusaya. At this point, we've found kusaya to be tolerable. Mika kind of liked it. I kind of hated it. But maybe a drunken barbecue will help me fall in love, or even fall in like with the stinky fish. Maybe the mysterious island of Nijima holds some clues, can help us better understand it. Maybe we better jump on our bikes and do some more exploring. Our story continues now. Nijima is a caricature of an island, a wind-up toy, a pop-up book, a tourist map with exaggerated cartoon attractions. This is where the rock zoo is, with still-life animals. There's a temple built on sand, and a cemetery where political exiles from Tokyo hundreds of years ago rest, in sand. There's a lifeguard building at Habishiura Beach, designed to look like a white gate to the waves, pure Instagram fodder. Delicious alcoholic shochu is produced here. I've heard it's the best drink to couple with kusaya. South of the port is a free public onsen, or hot spring, co-ed and open to the sky, built to resemble Roman ruins. There is just so much random stuff here that I love, and I just don't understand at all. The best thing though, my favorite thing, is the color of the untamed trees all around us. The lush green was whizzing past me as I rode on the trailer of Fuji-san's truck as we sped towards the Kusaya plant. Okay, we're going up a hill. Yeah, the one that was closed. He's going to show us the Kusaya, Brian. We're pulling up to the Kusaya plant. Oh god, it smells. My recorder cuts off at this point. But the processing plant looks like if someone had taken a rural volunteer fire station and just plopped it into the Jurassic Park forest. By the time I get the mic rolling again, Fujisan is taking us inside. My colleague in Tokyo, Yujiro, is going to voice act for Fujisan here. Right now, there are seven Kusaya producers on Nijima. Six of them use this facility to make kusaya. The other one still makes kusaya at home. Traditionally, kusaya was always made at home. But these days, you know, the smell. Mostly, they've moved to this facility. They want to keep the smell in one place. Yeah, most people don't want to have the smell around their homes mm. anymore, so they do it most of <laughs> Uh, 
Mm, this is like out of a scale of one to ten, this is about a one or a two. Uh, so well, of how bad it usually <laughs> yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, so, it's, it's good for beginners. No one was working there today. So, the smell was just a two out of ten. But still, it smelled like someone had shoved a farm into your nose and sealed your nostrils. This is the Kstayab line and see when you stir it up, the smell. Oh my god. Oh my god. This is just pure fermented salt water. How old is this particular water, this brine? 300 years. Does it get smellier and stronger with age? Well, it's already reached kind of a saturation point. So I don't think the smell will get stronger than this. But originally, as they used it over and over again, the smell got stronger over time. Yeah. Kusaya must be, um, like to reuse it for so long, really valuable. Yes, you could say Kusaya was born out of the everyday lifestyle of Nijima. This was precious protein source. On Nijima, we can't grow rice. So islanders relied on sweet potato and Kusaya, foods that could easily be preserved. Kusaya was really a valuable source of protein for the islanders. Salt is added to the wash water and then poured into the kusaya dip stock. Through fermentation in the dip, the meat becomes firm. In this way, the fish is preserved. And the original salt dips continue to be used today. They are replenished countless times with new salt and fish by generations of Nijima folk in order that the kusaya dips can last for hundreds of years. Roll a slide. Here we go. Whoa, shit. Ah. Uh, uh, oh. Uh. Mika's laughing at me in the distance. Nijima is composed of 13 volcanoes. Mika, have I got sand all over my butt? So it's also composed of the volcanic stone rhyolite, a stone which locals tell me is only found elsewhere in Italy, thus explaining the weird Greco-Roman ruin of a hot spring. Why not make a zoo? The rock zoo was actually a park, again overgrown, and again surrounded by lush beautiful green trees. 
There were elephants, kangaroos, turtles, monkeys, pandas, lions, rhinos, hippos, oxen, squirrels, owls, camels. All of them frozen in stone, guarding the few pieces of playground equipment amongst them. Fun radio from Japan. Miko indulged me a while before heading off. This time to nearby Habushiura Beach. I'd seen pictures of Habishura as a beautiful, wide, white beach with pristine waters. We went there on an overcast day. The clouds were embracing the low mountain tops like a fuzzy hat. It was kind of like New Zealand, my home. Look at these cliffs, though. It's going it. Look at the color of the water, even though it's cloudy. It's like it's just like turquoise. Look over there; it's breaking. So pretty. Cookery helps to give food and its eaters a place in the world, a meaning. Once cooked, food is marked with a stamp, labelled, recognised, in a nutshell, identified. Oops. Back at our barbecue, the evening announcements are beginning. It's quite tough. I'm sorry, I think it's meant to be, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, should we eat some of this? Okay, yeah. Want to go to mine? Okay. Ready? I don't think I will ever be ready. Let me give it a smell. Yeah. yeah. Okay, it still has the kusaya smell. Yeah, it does, but it's not so bad. Like. Oh, here it go in my mouth. Mm, no, it's good. It tastes like jerky. That's actually pretty good. Mm. Like, it still has that kusaya flavor yeah. of... Mm. Cow farm. Um, Horse farm. Oh, shit. What? I just went back for more without thinking about it. I know, right? I'm, I'm, like, I'm like, yeah, keep, keep it coming. I, I think it has something to do with the shochu as well, though. But, like, the fact I didn't think about it, I just reached for more, is really concerning to me. <laughs> I don't want to like this. <laughs> interrupt but I just want to let you know that I'm starting to feel like a little bit of a shochu buzz and I could definitely see how we could end up eating this whole fish oh I can't eat that whole fish no but I mean like I could see how it could happen let's eat some more Even though Nijima is in Tokyo, it's not like Tokyo, and it's not even like Japan. What is Nijima? And what kind of heyday did Nijima have? Who were those old posters targeting? I wanted some answers, so I sat down with our hosts, Michio and Wataru. My Japanese teacher, Sue-sensei, voice acts from Michio here. When my parents were running the business, there were about 3,000 people coming a day to visit on those large ships. 
The ships were uh, there were about three a day. At that time, there were about uh, 270 Minshuku too. So in the early 1970s, there were 270 Minshuku, housing 1,000 people coming per ship it was surfing. The waves here were quite good. And there were competitions. Not just national competitions, but international. The waves were good enough that they'd hold competitions here on Nijima. She says the slope of the seafloor has changed. They don't have the world-class waves anymore. The surfers don't come as much. Some part of it seems kind of sad to me. But the island, Nijima, its people, they don't seem to care at all. They just carry on carrying on. And there is one thing that connects it all together, beyond the statues and the onsen and the rock zoo and the surfing. That stuff might come and go. The identity of Nijima will be carried on in one thing as long as people live here. But if you ask, what is there in Nijima? Cookery helps to give food and its eaters a place in the world, a meaning, 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 meaning. Grilling Kusaya had brought us closer to the fish, and the fish had brought us closer to the island. At our barbecue, it's getting darker. The mosquitoes start to leave us alone. And the crickets start. I tell you what, I feel a little bit disappointed because I, I expected that when I ate the smelliest food in Japan, mm. I would hate it. And um, to quote Mr. Burns, I don't hate this. It has the stinky flavor, but it also picks up the properties of like the smoke and the flame and the burntness, which is delicious, right? Yeah, it's really good. So what we're really saying is the Nijima people of hundreds of years ago, when they invented this and grilled it... Well, they figured out how, how to, like, get through hardship, right? Like, they figured out a way to make protein that is edible and palatable for a really long time. It's preserved, and you just throw it over a flame, and... It tastes almost just like your regular, like dried fish. Almost. Later that night, we head to a small bar through a ramshackle garden we had spotted. It had almost looked like a wooden shack, but the multicolored glow coming through the windows and the fairy lights outside attracted us. Inside, it was small and dark, lit mostly from fairy lights and other LEDs of various colors, creating a Hawaiian tiki effect on the mirrored shelves of liquors on the back wall. There was only the counter for sitting. The others there were a couple of young surfers from Niyazaki drinking yaga, and surprisingly, a couple of young New Zealanders down the end. The surf was bad today, the guys said. Is a typhoon coming up from Singapore? Yeah, they say the waves sometimes tell you that. 
I ask the bartender about the music he's playing. He asks me, do you know Yamaguchi Momoe? I didn't. So he puts on his favorite song for me. It was striking to hear melancholic pop in Japan. Today Momoe would have had to cover the sound in sugar. But in the 70s it was straight up. Of course Momoe is played here, in this bar, on this island, which hasn't been buttered up, which hasn't been sugared. It's just isolated enough to be free from the treacherous fingers of developers. It might as well still be the 70s here. I imagine Momoe on the deck of the Selvia Maru, sailing past in a swimsuit, singing from the ocean to the beach, her heyday married to that of the islands. The people of Nijima, I can imagine, probably strongly resented the city folk of Edo. I would too, if I had to pay taxes by sending the greater part of my preservatives to the mainland, and then have to invent a new food source for my family. I also probably would welcome anyone deemed by the capital as a political criminal. An exile. If they don't fit in in Edo, they'll probably fit in here, on Nijima. During our visit, it was Obon, the time to remember the dead. So we decided to pay the exiles a visit. Here? Yeah. We need to go around there by that tree. This way. Okay. Okay. The graveyard is in sand. It was otherworldly to see tombstones surrounded by not dirt or grass, but the yellow grains. Now this audio was recorded on my iPhone, so please excuse the quality. Everybody's ready for Obon. All the graves are ready for Obon. It's the most colorful I've ever seen a graveyard in Japan. Oh wow. There's a flower for each one. It's so colorful. What does this have to do with Obon again? Obon is this festival for um, honoring the spirits of the departed. It was important. A couple of people who borrowed the island for a couple of days to make their silly radio story, to visit the other people who were sent there as punishment. People who didn't really belong here either, but likely ate the same stinky rotten fish we did, likely made from the very same brine. And for them, Nijima became home. Enough so that a couple of hundred years later, their graves are still decorated by old ladies every Obon. They all have flowers. Every single one. Someone has put flowers at every single one of these graves. Do they have names written on them? Yeah, but a lot of them are too faded. But are some of them just mystery graves? Mm, I think all of them have names, or originally did. 
It's all in sand. Yeah. Like, this is actually like beach sand. Yeah. Buried in sand. Nijima is a hard place to pin down. It reminded me, for some strange reason, of my childhood in the New Zealand beach town of Waitarere. It kind of felt deserted by time. The churning of our bicycles, ringing our bells, the crush of the waves following you everywhere you go, the beach stretching into the town, footpaths veiled with sand, the sound of cicadas during the day and the crickets at night. Dusk barbecues. Um, I just ate a piece of cassia and I inadvertently said yum without thinking about it. I think I'm converted. I think I like cassia. Is this it's not going to enter my home, but like if I ever come back to the islands, I'm definitely going to eat it. You know what? It's actually pretty good. Oh my god, it's so funny because we're now getting onto the second half of the fish and the guy, he's like, no, you'll definitely be able to eat that with the two with two people. And I was like, no way, we won't even get through like I didn't think we'd have it. I didn't think we'd have a bite each. I thought we'd have one bite each and then like be done with it, right? But like, here I am opening up the next bit. I'm the next half of the fish. Mm, yum, it's actually really good. Oh, eat this bit, it's really yum. It's under the spine and under all the bones and it's like a little bit juicier, it's really yum. Okay, that just tastes like good fish. Yeah, that's really yum. Like, I really like that. And the shochu is fucking good. Well, see, now I'm disappointed again. <laughs> Why are you disappointed? Because tasty. But I think that's what you needed to learn, right? Like, it has such a stigma. I think it still is number three smelliest food in the world, but I think it just goes to show that, like, preservation methods and food preparation, especially in, like, times of hardship... It doesn't mean it's inedible, like that's the whole point. It's still edible because that's how people had to survive. Maybe we should go in a, a few minutes. Okay. Let's give it five more minutes. I just want to eat the dinner. What is it? I don't know, I didn't look. I'd rather eat this. Oh my god! Oh my god! Well, I'm just having a nice time. We've got shochu, we've got kusaya. Well, you know what I think it is? I always think it's like part of belonging. Right. You know how food can be linked to belonging? Totally, totally. Like, wait, what Wait, what do you mean by that? Well, I mean like we're on Nijima. Yeah. Where kusaya comes from. Yeah. And we're eating kusaya and we're drinking Nijima shochu. Yeah. And it feels like we belong to this place. Oh, totally. I mean, like, obviously we don't belong here at all. But no, I don't, I don't mean, like, we're no, people no, no, of no. this place. But I mean, I think, like, you know how Japanese people often ask you, as a foreigner in Japan, like, oh, can you eat raw fish? Can oh, you yeah, eat, can you eat natto? Can you eat natto? Yeah, all the time. And, like, I love... All the time. And when you say yes, it's like, oh, yeah, cool, like, you appreciate it. It's, and, I don't know, it is, there is some kind of, like, sense of belonging with it, I think. Mm. Can you pull some off of me instead of just eating everything? I'm sorry, you can pull it off for yourself. No, but you're in charge here. Oh, am I? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Here, I'll pull some off for you. I can't believe you're we're fighting over the kusaya. <laughs> it's a rotten poo fish. 
Um, so good though. <laughs> I love this proofish. Oh my god. Should we go buy another proofish? Yeah, totally. Should we take some back to Tokyo? Wait, what are you talking? What were we talking about? Um. Oh my god, it's real good. Oh, um, just food is like. It's really good. Yeah, that's really um. Oh, I'm giving into it now. Yeah, I'm, I'm like I'm fully into it now. Right. That's fucking delicious. <laughs> I'm not that drunk, but the drinker I get, the better they taste. Mm. I feel good eating a food that someone would have eaten a hundred years ago, prepared in a broth that's likely hundreds of years old. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you know what? Like, it works. It works. It I works. See, I see how it works. Should we go inside? Yeah. Radio from Japan was produced and made by me, Chris Gilbert. Mika Riley is the show's interpreter, translator, and travel buddy. Thank yous for the Nijemi episodes go to Shinsuke Hori for telling me about Kusaya, Kim Knight for pointing me towards Claude Feschler, my voice actors James Yujido and Sue Sensei, and thank you also to all the people who have not only listened so far, but also got in touch with us to see how much they've enjoyed Fun Radio, how they're going to share it with their friends. And thank you to all the people who have posted about it on Instagram and on Facebook. Your feedback really means a lot. It helps new people find Fun Radio from Japan. And it's also very rewarding for Mika and I who have put lots of work into it. Again, Fun Radio is made from our own pocket. We don't have any sponsors or backers. It's been made entirely in our free time. And if you would like to help, you can tell your friends and family about us and share us on your social media. Our Instagram is at funradiofromjapan. Our email is funradiofromjapan at gmail.com. And if you would like to contribute further, you can go to funradiopodcast.com forward slash support and make a contribution there. It is so great to finally have this series out in the world. Thank you so much for listening. Next week on Fun Radio, things take a dark turn. If you walk wearing a necklace at night, a razor will attack from the dark with a voice saying, I will cut it well next time. It's a Buddhist tradition called Obon. We may not always cross to their realm. I'm sorry you died so quickly. But they almost always come back to ours. Here you go. Welcome back. <laughs> Have some nuts. <laughs>
Join us again next week. <laughs>